morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. We're back. We're back, everybody. How are we doing? Merce, how are you? Tired. How's it been being a trench digger this whole time? Phrasing? Yeah, we're close. <laughs> we're close. It's a good month to start this. You've Oh, it's Black History Month. <laughs> you got the joke. <laughs> you got the My Happy digger. Black History Month, everybody. Uh, context, he's digging a moat around his house. No, well, I'm running electrical and water lines. Well, I mean, yes. like, he rented a trencher and he's, you're, you're digging that. But, like, I just, like, as soon as I pulled up and looked and I'm like, you could put punji steaks in there. I mean, it wouldn't it'd hurt, like, kids, but not. My, my miniature foxhole. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, catch some live bait. Um, what have you been doing besides being wet this past month? Dude, school. And yeah. Just trying to survive being back in like school starting. Yeah, dude, you've been doing school. I have, uh, there has been some changes in my life. Um, the mustache. I, I own an AR and now I have a mustache. Like those two things came together at the exact same point. And I was like, this kind of fits. My daughter hates it. Uh, Ladies like it. That's cool. Uh, Going full Ron Swanson. Dude, it's it feels right. And I've like me and Merce, like we've been united in this in this bond phrasing. Uh like since since high school when all of our friends could grow like giant beards that went down to their chest and we're like we're starting to get peach fuzz. This will be cool one day when we now, can... now you have left me. I have. I have finally taken the first step forward. Well, I've always like I could grow like a beard kind of ish, but it looked Way too similar to I Joe Dirt. It grows like a little bit underneath my chin, and I can grow like the sides of a mustache, but it doesn't grow directly in the center. So it would be like a weird Frenchman's You're like, re- thing. It's a reverse Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You grow everything right there. Uh, it, uh, no, dude, like mine looked way too close to Joe Dirt. And I was like, that's, I have too many. There's been times you've looked way too close to Joe Exactly. Dirt. <laughs> I don't need the like handlebar coming down the chops the, to match it. Which I gotta say, that's like the best. David Spade playing him was one of the best acting jobs. Like, I didn't know it was David Spade for the longest time that played him. Really? Yeah, yeah like for, no. for years. I was like, little nerdy guy that looks like a Yankee? Nah, not him. David Spade's actually kind of based, if you like listen to like some of his interview stuff with him and like Rob Schneider. Oh, well, Rob Schneider's like, yeah. I, I, yeah, dude. Yeah, well, him and David Spade go like down the same rabbit holes. Rob Schneider took a red pill. Yeah. Like, he, I've heard him on some of, he's come on some of my shows, and he's like, some of the show, like the extremists I listen to, and they'll be like, oh, I don't know, why don't you tell me about your thoughts? Sounds kind of scary. And they'll explain it, and he goes, sounds better than what we got right Rob now. Rob Schneider <laughs> is based. <laughs> is the carrot. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he, so, like, what's some of the stuff David Spade said? Well, I'm guessing... Well, he's just, like, yeah, just back and forth about, like, vaccine stuff and just COVID all the, stuff. Basically, he's... Ba- ba- there's a reason they're all friends. Yep. I think they're all kind of... You know what's wild? This is, like, such niche... Uh, uh, my arena stuff that I don't even bring up a lot on the podcast. But, like, the... Uh, it's crazy the effect that COVID had because some of the people I listened to in the libertarian party, we're just derailing into that nerdy section for like five minutes, but the, the, I'd say the most extreme anti-government part of the party, like the guy they got to be like, Hey, we were thinking about this guy for the nominee at a debate like a month ago. 
they were like, uh, so do you think we should look into the origins of the COVID vaccine? He's like, no, nah, it's not that important. We shut and everyone's like the, the, the thing from the naked gun where everybody slaps their yeah. face. They're like, you're the dude in our camp, like of the radical, radical camp. And well, you're like, then the, then the crazy thing now too, is that like, I'm sure it's just like propaganda trying to scare people, but they're like, now China, the Chinese have experimented with a, a different strain of COVID. That's a hundred percent fatal. And it's, whether it's propaganda or not, I'm my just I'm just like, why? Well, I've always said, like, if I have any like I my conspiracy theory about COVID that I and who knows how much that's gonna shoot this show in the leg, but we'll see is like if I censored <laughs> hypothetically, if I was like just a Machiavellian evil overlord and I was wanting to trick the population. Oh, dreams. Like when I heard yeah, for yeah. Um, <laughs> but like all right, so what I hear a lot of my people in my camp saying, like, oh, the vaccine is here to, like, kill you. Like, it's 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 almost, like, the most radical and conspiracy. Not everyone believes this, but that, like, deep chunk is like, oh, they put it out to mess us up. Like, right. it's a, it's a d- designed weapon or something like that. And, like, my mind, I'm like, man, if I was, like, the evil overlord in charge, and I was getting everyone to take this vaccine, and my supporters were the first ones to line up to get it, that'd be like the last people I'd really want to kill. Yeah. If there's somebody I want to kill, it'd be the people against me taking control. So it's like what I would do if I was in that situation. Hypothetically. I, hypothetically, I'd release, I'd exaggerate a virus. I'd exaggerate it like to a high degree to where my people loyal to me that are unquestioning would line up to get some, some cure to it that they would think, yada, yada. Uh, the people that were opposed to me wouldn't get it because they would be rightfully like skeptical of all the bullshit that popped up. Give it three years, four years, release a new virus that is a hundred times deadly. And the only thing that will save you is the old vaccine I gave you. So that way the people that were loyal to me survived this and the people that aren't, they get wiped out by it. Dude, I'm tired of reality just becoming like... A I'm sorry, video. doesn't that make sense? Doesn't yeah, that make so much like more reality sense? reality becoming like a, like a, like a I, plot not, twist of a video game. And I'm like, I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm not saying like I believe that is... The, but I'm like, if this... Like, it doesn't... The, the narrative I'm hearing from my fellow people in my camp, I'm like, that doesn't add up that they're trying to kill their supporters. Uh, now, you want to tell me some drug companies just making a shit ton of money and they give crap less what one way or like they don't want to kill their customers, but they get money either way. Don't give a shit. That wouldn't surprise me like that. So when I get in like my camp of like, admit like if oh, this no, is those Flintstone vitamins I took as a kid have been holding it down. It's, it's almost like I tweeted out the other day. Like if the secret club is the Masons, that's an awfully gay secret club. Like, I think it's, I don't think it's as dumb as that. Yeah. Like I try to, uh, um, what was the, uh, I can't think of the other one. I had another one along those lines. It'll come back later. Anyways, what you've been thinking about? <laughs> Holes. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> one way or another. Um, no. no, the fact that when I, I got a nine page paper, I've got to start on at some point and just, dude, cannot warn anybody enough. If you ever think going to law school is a great idea, just don't. Just, I, I mean, I'm not telling you not to like, go after your tell dreams, me, but don't. Just tell don't. me, like, one of the examples, because you've been telling me, like, the more you go to it, the more of a joke you realize the law is. The more I've just realized the law and the government is, like, 
when they do something or they make a bad decision, they basically then just make a ruling to justify it or then it's okay. Like it, there's the more you like read through it and you're like, wow. Like it, it leads to stuff. Like I know we, we, uh, well, not on the podcast, but the woman that got, uh, like she stabbed her husband a ton of times, like 37 freaking times. And, uh, the, what they blamed it on was her, she was in a marijuana induced state of like, and the thing I heard about I thought it was that she was going through like withdrawals from marijuana or something. See, no, I heard the opposite. Like she took too big of a hit or something like that and lost her mind or something like that. I I just knew. Yeah. I'm not sure if I even heard that right. I just heard it was, I like the, whatever, like blurb I heard on the news. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And isn't her like her name is like something like kindness or something. Like she's got a weird name. It's like, what's the Norm McDonald joke? Good news. California just legalized murder. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Oh, now that you've ruled that this was weed's fault, she got off like really light, right? Yeah, because they, they deemed it was like marijuana's fault practically. And it's like, oh, yeah, now so if I just like, smoke a joint before I kill somebody, I'm not necessarily golden good, but I can lean more. Well, it, and it'd have to be in California. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. But ironically, in a lot of stuff you like we've learned in like in law school is that California sets like usually sets the precedence. Like yeah, first. Like usually and New York, right? Then it kinda then then like other courts, like when they're trying to decide rulings, they look how other states have decided. Case law. And usually California is like on the cusp of random stuff, big state, and there's usually so that's usually they kind of set a precedent that kind of just ripple effects down. Ugh. And it affects three hundred million people what happens in that state. It's all, and like, you know, no matter the system, I think once it just gets so big, it just fails. Yeah. Because it's, and there's also, hmm, all right, we're going to get on this a little earlier than I planned on. Like with all that, like literally modern interpretations of the law versus the reality you grew up in. Mercy, how much of it is bullshit? Dude, it's all bullshit. Yeah. And there is like this facade. how, How should I? All right, so like in the medieval ages, and not in like totality, but a big part of life was like the Catholic Church, right? Right. If you got an education, in Europe at least, it was through the Catholic Church. Right. Your Your basis of reality, what like your knowledge and how you understood and perceived the world around you, except for what you could see with your eyes and hear with your ears, was based on what the Catholic Church taught you. And their higher-ups would decide what would be taught to you and what would not. Right. So it's like, all right, I feel like... What was it? Galileo got in trouble with the Catholic Church? All all of them do. Yeah, anything science-related. And they're like, but it's the facts. And they're like, kill kill yourself. And like, dude, no, it's not just kill yourself. Like, what what was the thing? Oh, God, I remember Dan Carlin covered this. Uh, He's a... uh, Not... He won't call himself a historian, but for lack of a better term, he's a historian with a great show called Hardcore History. And he talked about... You've heard of Martin Luther and the Protestant Reformation, right? Right. When he he nailed the... He's pretty door. much a pissed off Catholic, and he's like, "Hey, I don't like things church are doing. I'm gonna secretly. I think he did it in secret. Nailed his. Maybe he didn't do it in secret. I get him and Thomas Paine on that part mixed up. But nails his uh, grievances to a church door yeah. and starts the starts a revolution within the church to like modify how it ruled everybody. And then but, one of the kings wanted a divorce, and then so it led, oh, dude, <laughs> it led to a lot of stuff, but. The thing that Dan Carlin was getting at, like a lot of us focus on what happened after that. He said, you don't understand how crazy of a thing that was to do back then. He said, because 50 years earlier, and 
I think it's the town of Champagne or city of Champagne. Might not be. It's. I know it's a European city that has Champagne. a name. It's not Champagne, but it's almost like Hamburg. Like I know we have an American word for this city. Yeah. <laughs> Copenhagen, I think that's it. Hey. Hey, put fits in your pocket. Makes a ring. Of all the dip, I like Copenhagen long cut. It's got, I don't dip a lot. I tried Timberwolf one time and threw up everywhere. I mean, you always throw up. The first time, you just got to slap in another one into that <laughs> nope, child. one and keep, done. Keep her going. Um, I like one once in a blue moon. Um, but uh, so the, like, I, I'm pretty sure it was in Copenhagen. If not there, some t- town close. A guy tried to do the same thing. In a slightly more crazy way. Like he was like, uh, this town is getting rid of the Catholic Church, and Jesus actually talks to me, and uh, I'm in charge. I'm the Pope of this town. I feel like he probably got set on fire. How Dan Carlin explains it, he's like, I'm going to cartoonize it a little bit. There's like this mad king, but uh, he's like, he's like a badass warrior, like that will smash a dude, a warrior's head with an axe, and like wears a bearskin and is like probably. Might do mushrooms occasionally. Then you got like this elder kind of behind him that's the brains of the operation that's like trying to guide him. Yeah. To do. So anyways, he's like, hey, we're getting rid of the Catholic Church. We're doing and uh, they tied him to a stake and they pulled him apart with hot, hot tongs. They put tongs in a fire and they started on his arms and he tried choking so- himself to death with the chain, but then they put it in his mouth so he couldn't do it no more. Um, like... The links that now I want to put this in perspective. Like I'm going, I'm going somewhere with this. Well, I, my mind went to like, if you got like really hot tongs and say like <laughs> you just had like a chicken, and like if the tongs were so hot, it's like you pulled the pieces off, it'd cook it, and then you just eat yeah, the yeah. The crowd describes it as smelling like they could smell it happening. Okay, and, and by the way, I don't want to. Children ever, are cheering while this is happening. I don't ever want to try human, but I am curious to know what cooked human would smell like. Like not like burnt hair, like burnt like, but I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. Is it, a, is it a dark meat? I think it's a fatty meat. <laughs> well, some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> We're not lean no more. Uh, but um, no, but like, so you gotta think about it. Think about the power the Catholic Church had, right? That was a lot. That was a lot for a long time. I mean, look at what they still do have. True. So Very. Imagine, long. imagine the, right. the scope. How much power? Who do you, who would you say has more power? I'd say it's not that far off. I'm not saying like it's Jesus but, Christ. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Arm wrestling match with Muhammad. Go. You can only draw half that picture. I'm getting killed by both religions. This episode, <laughs> evangelicals and Muslims coming together. <laughs> what a world. Jews and tunnels. Hang on. Let's <laughs> we'll get to you. We'll get to y'all. That's some, Hmm. Interesting. That's just interesting. I like tunnels. Yeah, see, tunnels be, are see, cool. It'd be rude if we left them out, though. It would be. But right now, Muslims, Christians, let's have it out with y'all. Anyway, <laughs> um, but no, so like Catholic Church has a lot of power to pull people apart, do horrible things to secure that power. Right. Who would you argue had more power? The Catholic Church at its height or the U.S. Empire at its height? Oh, the Catholic Church. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'll go with- Because the Catholic Church basically like ruled the world, like multiple countries. Yeah, America does to an extent, but only like the ones in the desert. No. You're telling me. Yeah, but the... the Japan. We, we... Okay, yeah, but... Uh, all of Europe. We don't, we don't tell them what to teach in their schools, their curriculums, though, what they learn, what they don't know. Uh, we told Japan they can't have guns and can't make an army, which kind of I get. Yeah, because we can't, we couldn't trust them after that. 
Like, <laughs> like you got to put them in timeout for a little while. And so we're like, Germans, you're cool. Cheekies, no. <laughs> y'all are, y'all get rowdy. Well, no, Germany was in timeout for a while <laughs> too. It, but all right, so they were for a while. Um, Italy rising. just kind of, you know, they call it just kind of quits right before the end. Yeah, like they well, saw the score. Like, and oh, we better, we better, we better hang Mussolini. Like, but like, I'll say this: like, we supply all their defenses and shit. Do you believe all that comes with like no strings attached? Like, no, there's. But like, so I'm saying, it's uh, we we do have a lot of power and we have a lot of influence. Yeah, but like the Catholic Church. Like the Pope was like the closest thing to God. Like his word was like, you know, if, if Biden says something to these people, yeah, they're going to listen to it because we've got some force, but they're not going to be hanging on every word. What about Fauci? Some people are stupid. Catholics. <laughs> to my Latino audience, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't. Hey, I'll say this: some of the smartest people I've listened my, to. My step grandmother's gonna hit me with a ruler. Dude, I'm like, oh, hang on, hang on. Like, let me say this. When I like, stay with them during law school. There's like, there's literally a Jesus crucifix like hanging in the room. Catholics, I'm gonna throw you a bone. I promise. And may, not one of them saint bones y'all used to peddle to people and make them pay. Look at it. That was weird stuff back then. But uh, some of the smartest people I've listened to in my life, it's like 10 hours into like their deep conversations. It's like, oh, no, by the way, I'm Catholic. And I'm like, what? okay. And they're like, I wasn't born Catholic. Like I was born Baptist or atheist or like secular or something. It's like, and just this makes the most sense. I'm like, I want to follow that line. I've been a lot of like the different secular churches. Like I've been like the Methodist church, the Baptist mm. church, grew up like in different. I can't tell a difference. Yeah. Well, those aren't secular I, churches. Are they? I don't. They're different. Because secular de- means different denominations. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. In our town, the difference between Methodist and Baptist. I just know, like, when I went to like, like, the Baptist church, when I went like, y'all's Methodist church, like, times, like, y'all just stood up a lot more, it seemed like, when hurt my knees. <laughs> my dad quit the Baptist church in the 70s because, or in the 60s because they outlawed dancing. Yeah, but see, like. I got to dance. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. They were like, oh, yeah, the crazy Baptists, they don't drink, they don't dance. I'm like, my church is like filled like the most of the alcohol. Everyone the has t- alcohol on their breath at church. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't get it. Like, so I don't know if we were just, I don't know. It was just like the good book and. But uh, you know something mm, I had this thought the other day, speaking of churches, you know, a pattern I have noticed with churches. It is the same pattern as businesses in this country. They don't need taxes. No, no. Well, I mean, the big ones, uh, but it used to be nothing but like, at least in our neck of the woods, the Protestant churches, like non-Catholic. Yeah. It was all like mom and pop churches. Like there were loose associations, like Methodist associations and that, but like it was mostly, I think I'm kind of spitballing here, but I think like you go to a Methodist church in Arcadia and then you'd go to like a Methodist church in like Punta Gorda or something. Like the preacher's going to have some different slants on things. Cause yeah. that's just how that, but I think, how like the mom and pop businesses have consolidated, have been bought out and sold out and it's become consolidated into bigger and bigger concentrated corporations. Seems like church has done the same thing. I don't, I don't like the new music. I hate the new music. I hate the laser shows. I want like, yeah, I want like good old fashioned, give me a hymn and then yell fire and brimstone at me and scare me for an hour and send me home before the football game starts. You know, and with like, I don't know. And I understand that like, you know, the, the songs that we consider old and holy at one time was new music. 
that yeah. wasn't the old and holy music then. So, like, I understand, like... In the Garden of Eden. Hey, dude, that's a hit. <laughs> like, that's a, like, dude, I'll put it like this. You can put my church inside the rock and roll. Don't put the rock and roll inside my church. Like, hey, man. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> like it. I just want to, like, I want this. I know it's relative to how old it is, and I understand that. Preach, man, preach. But it's like, dude, there's like this, for generations... All right, and this is the part of Catholicism I do like. They have been saying, and Tom Woods pointed this out, they have been saying, he's like, well, I say we've been saying the same prayers for 1,500 years. He goes, the same sounds. I, my mouth makes the exact same sounds a monk in Hamburg or Copenhagen, for God's sake. The, no, <laughs> no, but like the Latin of like... Okay, yeah. Which recently I found out is what Romans spoke, so everything's new to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it was just like the last couple years, I think it's been a little longer than that, but they finally, like, all Catholic services were Latin. Yeah. And they've just now recently gone to, like, where they're English. And the dude I was listening to, Tom Woods, hates that. He's like, this is like, I hate what the Catholic Church is doing. The dude leads as socialist, but... That's always made me wonder, though, like... Majority of people can't speak Latin. You're telling me that everybody in the pew speaks Latin, so you're just going to sit there for an hour... And here, gibberish? You, sh- I believe. All right, I'll put it like this. I believe if your soul depends on it, you should learn Latin. Like, if, if I take, so like, I, I question, I question I my Jesus religious Jesus spoke place. Latin? No, he spoke Jew. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's right either. <laughs> he was one. <laughs> but, <laughs> Title episode. He spoke Jew. <laughs> Jesus did not speak Yiddish, <laughs> or maybe he did. But like, like here's my thing. Like, I don't know really what to believe. I like, I think, I, I believe there is a God, dude. Is like my, my personal experiences. But when I hear atheists like talk about why they don't believe in a God, could based on the reality unfolding around us, I'm like, I get it. Like, yeah. I I can wrap my head around like why you believe that, and. uh but I mean, if, everybody's entitled to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They'll find out afterwards, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> if I'm wrong, no. I won't ever know. If you're wrong, well, like, dude, what? Oh, what? I'll, I don't remember the guy's name, but it sounds Italian, so I'm gonna say Vespucci. Let's call him Vespucci. Have you heard of Vespucci's gamble? No. This is like a legit thing. I want to say he's from Italy, and he pissed. Speaking of Catholics, he pissed off the Catholic Church because he was like a staunch atheist and like. I'm pretty sure and like really like tried to like reason and argue why atheism, why there wasn't a God or at least why the Catholic church was wrong. He did it for like a lot of his life, but towards his later life, he had a big conversion to Catholicism. Right. And they were like, Oh, what changed you? And he goes, well, I'm a gambling man. He said, I looked at the odds and he said, if I'm, if I'm an atheist and I'm right, I have the same fate as a Christian that was wrong. He said, so we both end up in the same place. No big deal. Nothingness. He goes, but if the Christian's right and, his, and, and he dies, he goes to a great place and I go to hell. He's like, so only one set of beliefs puts me in a bad place. <laughs> He's like, I've done the math. I'm just going to believe this. So no matter what. And they're like, no. That's not like, how it works. Yeah, yeah, they're like, it's faith, not the odds. He's like, no, it's totally the odds. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> and hey, I'll say this. That's not why I believe the things I do. I've just heard good enough arguments yeah. to, to put me there. Um, it, I'm not like super concerned with afterlife. I'm more concerned with like reality around us, which is whoa. Um, but saying all that, maybe moon. 
Maybe. Maybe. Not saying definitely. We have been to the moon. Dude, we've been arguing this for like a week now. I'm just... I guess we need to do like a, a Twitter poll with like the, the listeners, but... And like, here's my thing. Here's what I'm getting at. Seeing all the shit they have lied about, that they've admitted lying about, that we know they've lied about. And I'm not saying that means they've lied about everything. I'm saying if there was a company that made all the promises the government did and all the claims they did and then all the times they were proven to be wrong, when they made a gigantic claim like, I've been to another planet. The moon's not a planet. Whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> just all right. It's we're back to cussing on the band of radio. We lasted like a month and a half. Welcome everybody. Well, we didn't record for about a month. And <laughs> yeah, half. Well, whatever. Sorry, Lily. Sorry, Mark. That cuss. But um. Anyways, like based on how much they have lied, I'm not saying I believe the moon landing is fake. I'm saying I need an extraordinary amount of evidence that and I have. You can literally that's not take on a, a computer. laser. And shoot it at you, plates that are up there, and it'll reflect it back to you. You can show me this and outside. I don't have the laser. I, but all right, but there's te- you can look it on YouTube where people have done it. I, uh, and if we had a power enough telescope, you can see the coordinates for the landing. You can sites. look up cloud cities on YouTube, and it looks convincing. Have you seen the cloud cities? No, I'm not seeing cloud <laughs> cities. And I'm not saying, and like I'm not saying there's not a lot of sketchy stuff that's happened with NASA. I'm just saying I this is one I I just can't get on board with. Uh, and. I do, I do like the conspiracy behind it because I do think it kicked. It, it's like the original conspiracy. It is the kind of they kind of like kicked off everything else that made people really start to like question things. Jews, but swear to God, but like there's just so much like evidence and like you can see like the sh- like you can see the crap up there. Like we left stuff there. Uh, here, here's my thing. Like, However, it does look like France owns the moon now because the flag due to the radiation turned white. I'm not going to go through all the evidence of one way or another. What I am going to get at is I believe the burden of proof is upon them to, like, get me a glass to look at it through and not a computer image, not a... There's there's so much of it that's just bleh. Um, however, like, my heart, like, if I... If I look through a telescope and see some metal up there, I'll be like, cool. All right. There's like, I'm not okay. Moving on. Yeah. We need but, Well, we got to get like a big telescope. Like the one you get from Walmart. It's not powerful no. enough, but I'm like, so between, hmm. and I'll put like also this, the same organization that promised we did that promised Lee Harvey Oswald blew the president's head off. Well, yeah, everybody knows that's, yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting. It's like, oh, of course that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm and you saying. imagine how much you, they would have to go through to shoot the president, and like, like you could build like the same amount of uh, almost evidence for their story. Oh no, there's more evidence for the moon. Okay, there's a lot more. There's like thousand times more. But I don't think it was Stanley Kubrick if they did fake it. I just no, think he I, was, I think he was a cool dude. Yeah, he'd probably like. You know, some people are believing this. Let's screw with them. I'm gonna yeah, let's, let's, go <laughs> let's just. I'm gonna make a movie called The Shining that just screws with people forever. How brilliant! Yeah, it's crazy. And have you seen Ready Player One? 
No. There's like a lot of uh like a lot, a lot of throwbacks like to the shiny, like it's like the future of the video games, the virtual reality yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like the whole Doesn't it have the Iron Giant in it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, they have like throwbacks like everything. Halo, uh, like all And I knew it was nostalgia bait and I wanted to watch it. And I was like, I'm skeptical that I saw the like glow of the Iron Giant. I'm like, you're my friend from my childhood. I remember you. Yeah. Superman. And, uh, but no, there's like a lot like a whole like part of it's like a shining moment and it's kind of creepy. You know what ruins it for me? When I see all that, my brain does its little calculation. I'm like, oh, what's the one thing all of these characters have in common? They're owned by Warner Brothers. That's why they're all in that. It's not anybody that's not owned by Warner Brothers. Like, I Iron Giant was a Disney. Yeah, it was DreamWorks. Oh, it was? Yep. Watched it not that long ago. Such a good movie. Speaking of, dude, like for dinner. Also a solid one that I always thought was Disney, which wasn't, is Road to El Dorado. Which oh, is, yeah, no, which dude. That's actually a really good movie. That was too. like DreamWorks, like golden yeah. era. Like they were really, they were doing good stuff back then. Great animation. We were watching Road to El Dorado and it's Cortez. On the trail, we blaze. Dude, listen, I'm Mr. Anti Authoritarian. Like, I don't like these. Like, big gen- quote that. It's like, it's like when we put into Cuba, you will, like, you will be flogged. You will be flogged. <laughs> When we get to Cuba, God willing, you will be be flogged some more. You'll work the sugar plantation (laughs) until you starve to death because we're not going to feed you. And I'm like, he might make me gay. (laughs) (laughs) He's a badass, dude. He kicks ass. Cortez was there to tear stuff up, man. Everybody did bad stuff. (sighs) Welcome back, everybody. Anyways, we are watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Hard right bird. Hard one. T-Rex is wrong. Um, but... <laughs> Guys, I wish y'all could see his face. He's very wincing and very, very upset. The day I've had. <laughs> he ends it with me. Yeah. Dude, we're watching Jurassic Park. Badass movie. I'm not even going to get into the details of all that. The thing that made me happiest is my daughter at the end of it goes, you know, there was like a... I don't know if it's Disney or Hulu or what, but there was like a Jurassic Park show for kids. And she was like, I really didn't like it. And I really like, when you told me we're going to watch Jurassic Park, like I was upset. I didn't want to watch anything. She goes, this movie was like good. Yeah. Like really, like it's been, she goes, and then she goes, movies when you were growing up were just better. And I'm like, oh, you get it. Yeah. You, they're like, they're yeah. acquired like some actual, like they were creative. And you like, know, uh, like, <coughs> Pardon. Well, I feel like when I was growing up, looking at cars, I was always disappointed, and I'm not like a gearhead or anything like that, but I was always so disappointed in how like cars from the 90s looked. Yeah. Then like I'd see a picture of my dad's like 66 Chevelle, and I'd be like, that's a race car. Like that's the car you want to drive. That's like... Oh, and then like, yeah, your parents grew up like with like the actual badass rock GTOs and and like just mean machines. Led Zeppelin's number one on the charts. The music was the best. Yeah. Like, oh, it was great. And But at least in our generation, we had movies. Like, we were the generation of... Because even when we were growing up, like, I don't know, you loved the old stuff. I, I didn't. I was like, if this looks like it was made before 1985, I'm not crazy about it. I don't it. know if it was so much that I loved the old stuff. It's that I didn't have much of a choice. If it yeah. was like if it was like more than like sheltered. Yeah, it was more like PG. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I remember watching Chuck. Whoa, hey on. I didn't even tell you about this. Me and my daughter did watch one of the best. I, I'm not a documentary guy for the most part. I stay away from them. Some of them are really appealing. 
And I don't really like clowns. Ken Burns Civil War? No, not oh. that. Wrinkles. Wrinkles the clown. Oh, no, you sent me a photo. Dude, this fella, this hero. No, this creepy. absolute unit. Listen, which dude, is ironic because I know you're terrified of terrified clowns. of clowns. But here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. All right. Let me let me explain what this is first for the people that are just hearing me spaz out. So there's this documentary on Amazon Prime uh, called Wrinkles the Clown. And this is about a real guy that dressed up in the scariest clown costume he could possibly make. He got like does a horrifyingly scary voice. And at the end of it, he, he records himself and puts himself on stickers and puts his phone number on those stickers, puts it around to like sticks it on these stop signs all around town and parents call. And the idea is if your kids are being bad, you call wrinkles and he scares the living hell out of your kids and child abuse. I don't think so. I think it's a fun time. Here's the thing. I'm terrified of clowns, like, for, first and foremost. But what I'm scared of is that behind... Did he, like, actually show up? Oh, dude, like, at least he had footage. I don't know how much of it was staged, but, like, yeah, like, it, like one of the best things was, like, his voicemails are, like, it's, like, at least what they showed, the majority of it is very hood black folk and it's like i called him right now it's his answering machine he's like hello you've reached wrinkles the clown i will come there and terrify your kids or what he looks horrifying sounds horrifying their kids are screaming in the background yeah his makeup the way his makeup is like dark dead eyes and yeah it's 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 nightmare clown fuel like but here's the thing with me when i see a regular clown i don't see a clown i see a 45 year old guy that has been living out of a car, probably, that doesn't shower a whole lot. God bless you if you're not this and you're a clown and you're just that one upstanding... <laughs> the one uh, guy that just goes around to the like, children's hospital to make balloon like, animals. Like, dude, that... I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I'm talking about the carny and makeup that travels from town to town. That's... Mm. yeah. And I'm like, and you're just coming out... Like, there's something behind that smile that I'm like, I'm really worried about the human that goes around and does this. However, it... Killer clowns from outer space, wrinkles, they're, they're honest. It's like, we're just a monster. And I'm like, yeah, my mind accepts you. My mind's not even no, scared. your mind didn't accept killer clowns from outer space. Well, not as a kid, because that started it. That, <laughs> I was way too young. But I watched it as an adult, and I'm like, that's pretty funny. They're, they're, wrapping, <laughs> they're wrapping up people in cotton candy. That's pretty good. Good, good creative writers. <laughs> but yeah, I never had an issue with clowns, but I never had like a, I don't know, I, never, I was never felt either way, really. But the best part about I just remember the clown college in the next town over. Yeah, me too. Didn't like going to that town for that reason. But and I never saw a like a clown or anything around it. I went to like their strawberry festival, like plaster cladium festival or whatever it was, with my daughter and her grandmother on the mom's side. Yeah, and uh, the my daughter just looks at the grandmother like you know I'm just being nice with the family, and she goes, "By the way, Daddy's scared of clowns. There's a bunch of clowns here." And I just like squeeze her hand, and I'm like, "Shut up!" And the grandmother <laughs> leaves and comes back. Rest of the day. If someone taps me on the shoulder, it's a damn clown behind me going <laughs> honk honk. I'm like, I swear to God, just, no, just like it's not like I freak out. I don't have like a phobia, but it's just my stress increases inside right. my head, and I'm just like, I don't like this. But I digress. Back to the honorable Mr. Wrinkles. He, uh, the best part about this is me and my daughter are just watching like the first ten minutes of this hour long documentary, and he is in. Fort Myers, Florida. What? 
dude, this guy is an hour from my house. How, how old is this? This documentary is like a year old. Yeah, and but, he, yeah but how long ago was Wrinkles like going ten, on? Like not even 10 years ago. What? Like, dude, like you, there's news footage of like Southwest, like, wink, News 8, was Wrinkled the Clown, called your kid, or what? Like, it's... It's for real. It's a legit thing. And I was like, no way. This is Southwest Florida. And the documentary, like, filmmaker walks around with them. And there's people in the neighborhood. It's, like, kind of a low rent. Did they ever show them out of the makeup? No. Okay, yeah, it's a little much. Yeah. Like, they like they only shoot them from the neck down. Like, while he's sitting. In I feel his... like he's, like, in a shadowy interview. Nope. Like... While he's sitting in his van, drinking Paps Blue Ribbon and smoking, so Mar- smoking Winston's. Smoking Winston's. And he's like probably 65 or 70. You can just like kind of barely tell. He's a creepy asshole. But like he's sitting in his van and they're showing what he's watching. And it's not, it's not leave it to Lucy or what, what was Lucy? I love Lucy. Well, I love, thank you for leave it to Lucy. <laughs> leave it to Beaver and I love Lucy. It's one of them damn things. But it's like something from that era that's yeah. not recognizable. And it's like, is he doing this shit on purpose or is this just who he is? And they're like, do people still call? He's like, they still call. I don't answer everybody anymore, but if it's a special case, I'll come and say hi. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, this is... We should get Ringles on the show. I can't... Oh. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to be here when we record it, but <laughs> dude, we should get Wrinkles on the show. Dude, I want to give Wrinkles a beer and be like, thank you. because he's dude, like, we should call Wrinkles on the show sometime. Dude, he said what inspired him. We, uh, hang on, we might... Good, good idea. We, we might, but yeah. like what he said, what inspired him, and I kind of love it because he's like, you know, I saw these news reports of kids of parents spanking their kids, and they they like go to jail for it and stuff. Like he's like, that's not right. My dad beat the shit out of me. I just yeah, because he because like, tur- he, he turned out fine. Turned out great. He made it to Florida, <laughs> <laughs> land of opportunity. I live in a van <laughs> down by the river, dude. Like literally, <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, anyways. So I just figured I'd start doing psychological warfare on the little motherfuckers. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. You're awesome. You're so great. Was I think he, you was might he a nom? I feel like that's like, <laughs> I feel like that's somebody that comes He's back. He's that age. Yeah, he I feel is... like somebody that comes back from nom has that. And I'm like, dude, you're the best. You're the I, I hope I know you and I don't know your wrinkles. It's and it's like Lee County has a new attraction, like, and it's uh, he, sh- he shows up to it's the fair. Florida. He like, shows up to the fair every now and then in character to scare kids. Like, oh, dude, he's great. He's when he died. Somebody else just needs to take up the mantle. Yeah. Like, there's just be wrinkles forever. I'll tell you this. You, I'll tell you what time era it was. You remember seeing around on Facebook like ten years ago, like scary clowns popping up in different places. Like idiots yeah. were dressing then, like, like people like running out of the woods. Chasing I, people? I think they were all inspired by wrinkles. Uh, that, I, I haven't made it that far, but he's also almost like tall. Like, yeah, other idiots dressed like Dude, this. Think about, like the last decade has just been wild. A lot of it in Florida, and it just keeps getting weirder. Yeah. Uh, what it? All right. At a bare minimum, the world's always been awful. It's just been different kinds of awful. Um, even in our return to caveman ooga booga days, uh, like you know, you had parasitical worms all the time. So I'm not crazy about that. Um, comes up more often than it should but, <laughs> but what are you doing in your spare time i don't know but even, even, a lot, yeah, a lot. <laughs> but, uh, anyways like they even people that want to i lost that damn train of thought i don't even know where it went but all right it's always been bad at least now it's entertaining at least we got some fun stuff with it we got people dressing up like clowns running around 10 years ago we got wrinkles we got 
Dude, we had George Bush as a president. Yeah. We had like a wannabe, like take away all of his war crimes. Take away <laughs> like all, all the torturing people in Abu Ghraib. He's, take out like, of all the presidents, he's probably like a good you could just like watch a sports game and I have wanna a hang away. out with yeah, him. Like And I don't even watch sports, but I want to watch him watch sports. <laughs> Imagine when his team loses. It's like oh, when he, it's like when he found out like about the World Trade Center. Just oh, just stares off into space, all sad. Side note: We 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 tried to do a very long recording not too long ago. We're not going to get into details, but we found out that through negligence on both of our parts. No, um, no, <laughs> no, 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 totally, no. totally shared negligence there. Um, Hundred percent. It's called contributory negligence, and no, it was a hundred percent fifty-fifty. Anyways, yeah. After that, like Merce, like came over to look at me on my screen, and like he after gave after a three-hour interview, and he gave me the George Bush leaning a whisper, like I don't think we're recording, and I'm just like. <laughs> Ah, this is fine. <laughs> this has been one of the most engaging conversations in my life. And I was like, at no point did you not think to look for a blinking red light to make sure anything was on. He told me to hit control R. I hit control R and talk. But evidently nothing happened. I hit control retard. That's how I remembered it because I thought it was funny in my head. But. <laughs> Full circle. We will be re- doing the interview again later, and hopefully bringing the act another round to you guys. Turns out we didn't control the retard. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, so yeah, news besides we didn't land on the moon. Besides, that. which is also another reason why we haven't been on for. Like, yeah, we, it, we that, thought we had this awesome interview that was coming to you like two weeks ago, and we, we botched it. We yeah, yeah we sorry everybody, sorry Ben. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. By the way, got his book. I'm gonna read it. Can't recommend it enough. But I haven't read it yet, so I shouldn't recommend it, I guess. Well you but, read like the, the excerpts. Yeah, I read I read a chunk of it. The uh, uh for the uh, the the book is called Sorry Sorry, Sorry guys. guys, we stormed the Capitol. And he's an eyewitness reporter that was there on January sixth. And he's not a super Trumper, not Trumper by any means. It, his politics doesn't matter because I really think he observes this from like a really. I'm not. You, I don't you have can an tell agenda. He, he really strived to kind of just be. This is exactly what happened. Yep. With no bias. Well, with as minimal bias yeah, as possible. Like yeah. even he admits, like everyone's got bias. But like I really right. try to slam it down. I'm like, that's cool. Um, we had a good talk. Y'all never hear it, so um, maybe but we're gonna have him back on the show, and then we'll we'll finally get the actual interview or a, a, the new interview to you guys. But if y'all want like a good perspective on so like most of my January sixth stuff, I've either heard the Fox News perspective or the MSNBC perspective, and he's a good, not one of he's those. He's a good. Just I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which God, what a what a place to be. Yeah, he said he was. He said he was just getting a hot dog yeah. <laughs> from a, from a cart when it all went down. And like, dude, I'm happy. You know, for for getting the perspective of Fox News and MSNBC, I'm happy to hear he kind of confirmed a lot of my what I thought it was. I'm like, it seemed like just a disorganized rally that bled into the Capitol, and some shit got crazy. Yeah, but for the like, I'm not gonna like tone down some shit. That, we had a Buffalo guy in the Senate chambers, right? Or, or the House chambers. Which one was it? It was the house, I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. Um, but, so yeah. But, anyways. Um, Texas get a little wild. Texas said, come and take it. Dude, Again. They, all right. So tell me, you were, you're much more in the details of this than I am, because I'm just throwing it against all the other stuff that's going on. What started this? 
Uh, well, basically just the unchecked flow of <coughs> illegal immigrant immigrants. Across well, that, that federal immigration was in charge of, correct? Right. And then, so like I said, so that's a while, federal so a while, border yeah, control. So a while back, Texas, like, you know, they put like boot barricades in the water and they put, you know, like, um, you know, fencing and stuff up to try to like take care of it themselves. And, uh, basically anytime they did anything, the government kind of stepped in and they, the border patrol would either remove it or make them move it. And it ended up going all the way to like the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court basically ruled that, yes, the federal government has the right to cut the wire and, and stuff like that. And that's just been like slowly building over months and months and months. And Texas is basically just finally was like, no. And what like Texas. And so there's like, I guess, an area of like a park area, Eagle Pass Park or something. And that's that, a heavy flow of right, immigration. That's basically where they decided like. All right, this is where we're going to make our stand. Like yeah. we're going to put up the razor wire, bring in the national guard, and no chance in hell. And basically, just told the federal or the border patrol, like, get out, piss off, feds. Yeah, like essentially. And so then, like this, uh, the highway patrolmen and basically the Texas national guard just started running, arresting anybody coming through, and and which, like, dude, I got. Since then, the government's like every day is like, all right, you have until tomorrow to let us back in and texas is like no and then the government's like okay okay no, no. Well, i now will we mean, now we mean tomorrow tomorrow let me pause you there because when that first came out that i don't think it was biden that said it but i think it was just one of the white house officials that was like you have until tomorrow and i was like well texas that was a nice show thanks for spreading the idea that some I, states I can get pissed off too. i figured they'd be like all right all right well, well we, we i'll get reelected." yeah but no they were like no nah. and it's still at that impasse right for a guy that's paralyzed, he's really standing up to the federal government. He rolled around on him. He did good. Yeah. Like I couldn't be as witty as so. you. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't think, I don't think a whole lot of big to do will come of it. But right. it is, it is kind of nice to see states like you know button heads against you know back and forth. Just be like, no. I tell you, I the only thing, and who knows, maybe the algorithm is like I. I wonder if it's playing me some, it's definitely playing me sometimes, but I believe whenever you see things, I don't like a lot of things about social media. One of the things I do like is being to gauge how people react and share certain subjects. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There's stuff that's shadow banned. There's stuff that's throttled. There's stuff that's like, you know, there are algorithms messing with what we see. I know that. But when you see national divorce trending on yeah. Twitter, I just yes. kept seeing, my favorite was I just kept seeing like all the hashtags like we're getting the band back together. Yeah, that was <laughs> I got that meme from a couple of different people, and I'm like, all right, I got cows. <laughs> I think I'll be okay if people want to trade for that because. But like I said, at the end of the day, like I don't I don't get the the government's position on it. Like, why are they so hell bent on letting people in? Like, if if Texas wants to use their own money to like, I, I got to I, all right, I got my explanation, but before I put my explanation, I got to put my little asterisk or my little, what, what do you call it? Like a, bleh, can't think of what it is, but like a notification about myself. Notification is totally the wrong word, but right. like my true belief is, like my inner core belief is, if a human wants to move across a government-enforced border to be productive and care for themselves or whatever, right. I don't give two shits. Like, that's not my, is he coming to my farm? Can he help me work? Can he do something? I, I, I'm more in that camp, like, naturally. I have to, like, yeah. put that out. Like, that's my true, like, if he does something wrong, I don't care about kicking him out of the country. Shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I why are we wasting all this money? Shoot yeah. him like you should anybody else that does this wrong thing. Right. 
However, so saying like, I, so I guess technically, like in my heart of hearts, I'm a free, tra- free trade guy, like even across borders with, but, but I can't, blah, 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 I can't even get my words right on it. I believe humans have the natural right to travel if they're not trespassing pretty much. Saying that, it's obvious they want a ton of these immigrants in to secure votes for like that's like that's my thing. They don't even I if they're rigging voting, it wouldn't surprise me. But I don't even yeah. think they need to with all these different things they have going in their favor. One of them's immigration, obviously. I believe if a federal rule is harming a state. Yeah. No matter what it is, even if I disagree with the policy itself, that state has the right to do whatever the hell it wants. Oh, if that, if yeah, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. It's like I wish those I wish the good Mexicans and Nicaraguans could come in here and work and kept keep the bad ones out, but our current system on any way does not do that. It, I think yeah, I think immigration definitely needs to be reformed. Yeah. It doesn't need to be this massive cuz like Barry where I, you know, they have a big chunk of their uh, law school is like geared towards immigration law. Right. And it is just a nightmare to try to do it the right way. And dude, I've unfortunately, and I've seen both sides. I've known American agricultural workers and it, it sucks hearing these guys. It's like a couple of the guys I've worked with white guys and, and black guys like back, back in the day, it was a hell of a lot of black agricultural workers. And it's like the guys I were with, like I grew up doing this with my daddy and my granddad. I love this job. But over time, my culture has disappeared from the field in this new foreign culture I can't assimilate into in my homeland. And I'm like, that sucks. Like, that sucks you've been doing this job. And now, like, with your friends and you're, now it's, it's dwindled down and you're making less money for harder work. However, I've also seen the other side of all the Mexicans that are like, I just came here to bust my ass. And I've paid two immigration lawyers who have taken my damn money yeah. and won't return my call. And so I'm going to get a fake driver's license. Yeah. Like, I, and it's like, I get why you're doing that. Like, the, both, both of y'all make sense. I think the best solution I ever heard, I don't think it was Rothbard. I think it was another dude, but it was just genius. He goes, all right, you can come to this country if you're invited. Right. Like, if there's a boss that says, I will, but that person that invites you, is legally responsible for your actions whenever you get here. Right. So it's like you rob somebody. Well, you're kicked out, and that guy that hosted you is charged for robbery. Right. And so that kind of encourages like my ass is on the line if I bring someone here that's bad. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, makes it a little better. I mean, it still sucks if you think you trust somebody and they're a scumbag and they screw you up. But no, well, phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Latino love. Um, I told you, I just say the odd things. I don't know, we ain't got much time, but I will say this. Uh, it looks like we're at war again in a new place. Uh, the desert? The uh, Imagine that. <laughs> Iraq number four. You don't even have to change the uniform. All right, I, I, hey, I will end on a good note. So I think, you don't know who Greg Gutfeld is. Most people don't. I don't pay attention to a lot of Fox News anymore, except for when I'm walking by the TV. But I did see something awesome on Fox News today. And who knows? Be like, you know, I'm I'm aware there could be like, what do they call them? Pied Pipers, like a guy that says the things you like to hear, yeah. and they steer you off course. But um, they were talking about what happened. What the three soldiers that were killed by a drone in Jordan? Oh, right. And so, like, to, it was three soldiers, three American soldiers at an American base in Jordan. Supposedly, had a lot of injuries too. Right? Yeah, like it was, but um, so to show. 
retaliation show force. Now we decided to go to war with Iran, which ironically, I was listening to the press conference. One day we'll get the technology to splice it in here. But uh, during the press conference, they're like, and we have found out that Iran funded this uh, terrorist attack. And this news reporter, a foreigner, like it's, a, it's like an Indian or an English reporter. He doesn't have an American accent. He goes, I'm, I'm curious. We know Iran supports like terrorism. Can you show us the evidence on how they funded this particular act of terrorism? And literally the press secretary's like, no, n- no, we can't. <laughs> like We don't just, have that at this just time. Just take our word for it. We're, we're 100% right on all these. Trust us. So... That's going on, and like the Houthi the, and the Houthi rebels are shooting at our ships, and it's just everything's just getting out of hand. Houthi's got every right to shoot at whoever the hell they want. That's God, that's the people in Yemen, and that's like, and I've seen, I'm hearing the news going like, there's a bunch of pissed off Muslims in Yemen. I'm like, oh, there are <laughs> really the ones we've been starving. <laughs> like, I don't think it matters that they're Muslim. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's so mad at us. <laughs> But like, all right, stop bombing their countries. So I'm walking by Fox News and I'm hearing them talk this propaganda war drum shit. And it comes up to their show, The Five. And their show, The Five, is like five panelists that are everything from neocon to kind of libertarianish conservative. Right. The kind of libertarianish conservative is Greg Gutfeld. He's a uh, he's funny, but he's like out of all of them. He's like kind of one. Dude, it was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen on TV. Like, they've, you know, they got to the first person. They're like, well, of course, you know, someone attacked American soldiers. We have to go stand up for freedom and fight fight for what's ours and, you know, defend our blah, 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 the bullshit. Gets to the next person. They say something slightly similar, like, oh, we got to apply force, but not too much to invite Russia to come into this conflict and support Iran, blah, blah, blah. Gets to Greg Gutfeld. He goes, you know what? We're not supposed to be over there. Our people got killed because they're in a place they're not supposed to be. And I'm not going to sit here and play, uh, what, how do you say it? I'm not going to sit here and play armchair quarterback about what the hell should have happened for 17 minutes while people are just going to die from this brutal mess. Yeah. Th- throws his papers. He's like, I'm not talking about this anymore. And like, dude, the rest of the segment is Especially like. what I've said is like that whole place where there's an anthill. Yeah. Like, it's just, they want to be left alone. They want to like take, like, I say just. Let them. And like, listen, I'm not one of these we was Kangs. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> um, I mean, they was Kangs, but I don't know about that big Kangs. Like, there's Kangs everywhere. <laughs> but I do like saying Kangs, though. <laughs> Kang Kong's in the trunk. Oh, <laughs> this, this, this episode is going to hit a lot of uh, markers. <laughs> but, no, like the one, like, dude. I've seen, like, when I tour, when I one day go on my little international tour that I plan on doing, I really want to go to the part of the Middle East where I won't get killed for making a joke. Because, uh, hear me out, like, dude, I have seen, like... Which part is that? <laughs> dude, I've seen their old mosque. I remember, like, like um, I had a teacher, he was a world history teacher, and he said, I'm not dissing the works of Christianity or Catholicism. He's like, I've seen the all the cathedrals, like they're beautiful and they're awesome. And I'm not knocking them down. I always thought like, they were kind of creepy, but he goes, let me show you some like Muslim end quote cathedrals. And, like he showed like just stuff in the middle of the desert. And it's like this freaking spiraling castle and you go in the inside and it's golden inlay of words yeah, that turn in into desert. And you can't drink. You figure out- <laughs> you drink a lot of coffee and you get shit done. Smoke a lot of opium. Actually, how does that work? I don't know. But, um, no. And I'm like, these people, at one time, were surpassing Europe, like by yeah. by a lot. Like they, 
and I think some of it was Genghis Khan. I think some of it was inner fighting, and so I'm no expert on any of that shit. But I'm like, you know, any culture has the capability, I think, of reaching like the the zenith of okay, okay. It's, it's, any culture has the potential to reach like the zenith of like human, maybe not secular American culture. I'm about giving up on that shit, but like, I don't know. Quit fiddling with it. Just, yeah. But anyways, they should be left to their own devices. <laughs> I know some chicks that like devices, but <laughs> that's it, guys. Follow us on Twitter, Bandit Radio Hour. This has been this has been an hour. I've got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to mess things up. Uh, guys, we're going to have a more frequent episode, not a month later. We'll be back sooner. Uh, look for our silly little clips on YouTube of Ranch Life, because that's, that's fun. Um, yeah, we'll see you all soon. Bye.